0: Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges I am MTV Malik and I'm joined by Becky and Tyler and Antonio, aka the Bananas Defender What's really good guys, one hell of an episode today But before we get into that, let's check on you motherfuckers How was y'all week? Fucking bullet and terrible at the same time That's very, very uplifting (laughs) Thank you for sharing
1: you're welcome. So, basically, I went to AC this past weekend, had a fun time there, but my uh, bank account took a nice hit, so, uh, yeah, that's that's the bad part.
0: Well, yeah, AC will do that. Did your girlfriend go with you?
1: Yeah, her family, actually, uh, took me out.
0: What? The whole family?
1: Yeah, so, basically, it was, like, a friends all turning 21 thing. Like, it's like basically, her family and all the family friends, all their kids turned 21. It's like oh let's bring let's all take our kids out to AC this weekend and for I don't know
2: AC is Atlantic City. We all know Jersey.
0: we, no, well, we, we I, all you know.
2: You'd be surprised
0: I'm from New York
2: I'm from the Midwest man so so Tyler did you know what AC was before I said it? I mean I'm an intelligent human being so I could have got to it <laughs> but I would never call it that because I, I don't know the slang on it. Yeah so yeah I went to Atlantic City lost
1: some money but it was pretty fun though I think I'm going back in another month or so I'll lose some more money
2: call there. Nice as soon as you make more money. Big 21 now you know uh, yeah. Alright Tyler uh, my life is this is not going to be as fun for most people but for me it's, it's amazing Um, been hanging out a lot with my wife and my daughter our newborn is over two weeks old and everything and uh, she's growing Ooh. good and it's just it's just fun to watch her uh, make the same faces my wife makes at me and, and disgust most of <laughs> the times from my jokes so <laughs> right
0: on par alright alright so my week for the most part not really exciting but I did just request the 24th of January off it looks like me and my girlfriend Monet will be making the trip to Nashville for Challenge Mania Live gotta go see the girl Kendall gotta go see Maddie your boy
1: Big Easy huh? your boy Big Easy is gonna be there his favorite
0: listen listen (laughs) I don't have anything against Big Easy like I never met the guy like I don't hate him uh, I'm not a huge fan of his performance on the challenge, but he hasn't been on the challenge in forever. I'm pretty sure as a guy, had the experience of being in a challenge, not a big fan of his performance, but shit, who says any one of us could do any better? I'm always down to give somebody a chance.
1: Remember your eight-minute spiel on uh, Big Easy? You should say that in front of his face.
0: If Big Easy wants to hear my spiel, he's going to have to uh, subscribe to the podcast, just like everybody else. <laughs> but one, I didn't say anything out of line. Uh, I said what I said, and I still stand by that.
1: So what you're telling me is you're getting soft on him because you're gonna see him soon.
0: I'm not getting soft. I just said that I stand by everything <laughs> I just said. I don't, but I don't hate Big Easy or anything.
2: When when it comes to Big Easy, like yeah, you can obviously dog on like how his performances are in the challenges and everything. But I mean, he's won a lot of eliminations. But these events, I mean, you're gonna go meet the guy Big Easy. You don't get that nickname without being likable. You know, and being chill and everything. So I'm sure it's going to be a great environment for you to hang out with him. And I'm sure you guys are going to vibe well if you get to talk to him. Absolutely. What do? Hey, Big Easy,
0: I did a podcast one time and shit it on you.
3: All over your <laughs> you know,
0: like... Let's get a drink. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I said what I said. and
3: He said it 100% as a competitor, not as an individual person. Completely different.
0: All right. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Episode 11, season 34. So, as soon as we come back into the house, Theo and Jenny are feeling the heat.
4: No, no, because I'm done. I'm done, I'm done. I'm disgusted with my team and their snakiness. They've absolutely done Georgia so dirty for no reason at all. They don't care who you are, how good you are. You've got to think about
1: winning, not who you like in this game. Finals here because you got five, five and we then got the, four. Then we're in the final. Corner. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you yeah. got the numbers still. We can't still. Not with Kaylee. Of course we can't with Kaylee. No. Are you gonna carry on your back? Yes, if I need to. I'm not working for somebody
3: else who can't be asked to pull away. Look, Tell look, me
4: that now. look, I don't trust anything you say. Okay, fine Win or lose, we'll get there. you're going to vote me in regardless. No, we don't. They're don't going to do the same on their team. So, you lied to me at every opportunity. I trusted you, Josh.
2: Jenny and Theo are in a state of panic right
5: now because watching Georgia get sent in to the proving ground it's just scared the crap out of them. I have zero
4: hope or trust. I got no reason We're to trust. We're not try anymore. asking you to trust us. We're just asking you to win. You know, well, I don't want to win either. What's the point?
0: So at this point, Team UK is looking decimated. The strongest players are dropping like flies and Theo and Jenny are definitely feeling the heat. Probably Theo some more. He knows that the next challenge is gonna be a guy's day. Do you guys feel like Theo and Jenny deserve to be in the spot that they're in? Like pretty much at this point, everybody chose their bed and either you chose right and lined up with the right people or you chose wrong.
1: This late in the game, I feel like as a team, you want to have the best people with you because you want to win. If you're going to stick, honestly, look when you look at them, Jenny and Kaylee, they're two different athletes. Well, I mean, one's an athlete and one's really not. So I would rather have Jenny on my team than Kaylee. So in my mind, I would do whatever it takes to make sure Jenny stays. I would do whatever it takes to make sure Theo stays. Like I said on Twitter today, no, we look at accomplishments from last season. We all give Turbo and Ninja... Major props for being the hardest final ever, but how about Theo? He came in second place in the hardest final ever. So why isn't he being categorized as like one of the top players from last season? He's just one of those. Oh, you know what? He's tall and he's fast. That's it. But no, he's a great athlete. Him and Jenny both show that they're made for this game, and they should be there in the final.
0: Yeah, but it's really not about who's the best athlete because it doesn't matter how good you are if you get voted into elimination every time. Becky.
3: I mean, Theo is justifiably afraid of this situation because he's continuously seeing these eliminations and it's almost like no matter what he does cannot get out of it uh so i can understand where he is coming from jenny i I get it too but it's not like she's getting thrown into every elimination she got thrown into one there it's their own fault that they're losing these daily so at this point i can say i understand what they're saying but at this point Everybody just needs to be ready and able to go into an elimination and to kill it.
2: I think it's justifiable to be upset. I mean, Theo more so than Jenny, because obviously Jenny's next in line, so that's why Jenny's feeling this way. But for Theo, he made a really valid point. He goes, what's the point of competing? If we lose, they're going to throw me in. If I fight hard and we win, you're going to throw me in. I mean, he's in a lose-lose situation. No matter what he does, somebody from either side of this competition is going to throw him in. For different reasons, but they're going to throw them in. I think when you go into these eliminations time and time again, it just gets more tiring on your body because while everybody else is just competing one time, you're competing twice within that time frame. And I think it just takes a tear. And you see this every, every season of the challenge. When somebody starts going into three, four eliminations, it completely changes how they play this game and how they feel and everything. And it hit Theo. Now, to touch on, uh, you made a comment. Saying, I mean, if they don't want this to happen, just win. But that's the problem. They keep sending in all their better players, losing their better players. It's going to be harder for them to win. Like, all they're doing is helping Team USA dictate this game.
0: So Theo isn't the only one who's feeling dejected and defeated. Josh and Nani have seemed to come together and actually forge a a friendship and a bond over being constantly defeated. (laughs) <laughs> every single episode. Georgia? You voting your strongest girl?
4: How stupid. Joss and Kaylee are idiots.
6: Well, it, what's dumb is that Joss would
3: rather run a final with Kaylee than Georgia.
4: Georgia's gone, and I honestly feel like I just lost a piece of me. But my friendship with Nani has grown so much over the time that we've been in this game.
3: Now we lost Tori, which is. We're playing Car and Polly's game and that's and the just f- the reality awesome. of it all.
4: My alliance right now is basically Nani, Zach, and Jordan, and we're outnumbered. We have our neck on the line every single challenge, every single elimination, so I just need to make sure that Team America wins so that me and my friends are safe.
3: I do feel very defeated at this point.
4: You have proved yourself season after season. You don't have quit, you have heart, and that's what the f- you need.
3: Josh and I have become very close. He's constantly pushing me and encouraging me and letting me know that I am so much better than what anybody here thinks.
4: They're gonna come for me next.
3: They're coming for me next. They're
4: coming guys, say they're coming for me. Anyway, and I'm
0: ready. What do you guys feel about Josh and Nani joining forces to do I don't fucking know what? How do you guys feel about their their friendship and their relationship?
3: I think it's two people who are feeling the pressure of the fact that they just don't have a lot of friends. So they're going to cling to whomever has their back. So, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, they have each other at least, you know, it may not last forever. So they must, uh, they better hold on to it for as long as they have it.
2: Yeah, that's 100% right there. I mean, it makes sense, but Josh seems to be. As much as everybody dogs, and I'm pretty genuine that he kind of wants to work with people that he gets along with, you know, and likes. And that kind of shows every season, the past two seasons. And so, I mean, I think it's just he has a friendship with Nani developed here, and that's why he's working with her and everything. I think it was created through Bananas in the beginning, but I mean, it makes sense to stick with who you've been friends with.
1: The saying goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and that's how they were brought together. They both have a common enemy throughout the whole entire game. And I agree with Tyler said. I think bananas clearly had a major role on it because he seems to be the common denominator on how they, their friendship really aligned. So, do I think their friendship is genuine outside the game? Probably not. I don't think they're gonna go out partying together. But I feel like their alliance in future challenges could definitely be strong because you know they they trust they've been able to trust each other now. So
0: I'm, I'm all for it. Let's go ahead and move on to the daily.
7: All right, guys, welcome to your next challenge. Today's challenge is called Temple Wall Traverse. There are six climbing walls suspended 35 feet above the water. Cool. Now on the sides of these climbing walls are painted tiles to match the Roman numerals that are painted on these walls. Your team will be divided in half and placed on opposite sides of the wall. So when I say go, you're gonna grab one of those tiles you're gonna race onto the walls and you're gonna find the exact match. Each player can only place two tiles per turn. And you cannot go again until everyone on your side of the wall has gone. Now get this done as fast as you can because the entire time the opposite team will be on three cranks separating those walls. It's gonna make it way more difficult to get this done. The team that works together to place the most tiles in 15 minutes will win today's challenge Form a tribunal and life will be good. Woo! However, if you lose today's challenge, you're gonna be sending in one guy onto the proving ground with me to fight for their right to stay in the game.
0: So this is gonna be a heights over water. We all know that some people are really good at this starting off, and some people are really bad. Ninja's probably gonna kill this Leroy, probably not so much. Team US is rocking and rolling through this one, even though Zach flopped, uh, Ashley gets eliminated, Carver gets eliminated. Uh, Jordan also flops, so does uh, Ninja eventually, but they're able to get 10 of these pieces. And I noticed out of everybody who fell, Ninja was the only one who
2: wasn't a challenge champ. My opinion that I thought that going second in this challenge was a huge disadvantage for Team UK because while they were rotating those pretty much those pedals or whatever they were, I mean, they were exerting energy where it didn't seem like they were getting as many results from moving those things. I mean, do you guys think that them going second in this challenge actually hindered them? Absolutely. They look
0: tired, but at the same time, they're going second. They're able to see what is working and what isn't working. If anything, I think they should have been smart enough to actually go easy on the hand-craking and figure out a strong strategy. It didn't really seem like much strategy played in this elimination. It looks like it was mostly endurance and strength and balance.
3: The thing that should have happened is they should have picked their best climbers to not touch the torn wheels and let them do the climbing and then let everybody else who like D and everybody else who was too scared to jump on there do the spinning wheels. Now, you also gotta think that the people on the US side were tired because they were climbing the wall having to put up the pegs, So their arms were also tired from having to lift their body weight and move around on there.
2: But realistically, they, they didn't even have to use those pedals. I mean, Team UK fell off on their own without the walls even moving outside of Theo. So, I mean... And and actually, most of Team USA started falling without the walls moving. There's only, like... I think it was... I think it was Kara. Kara and maybe Jordan. Like, those two fell because of the walls. But realistically... I don't know. I just didn't think that part of the challenge actually had an impact on the daily. Yeah. Honestly, I barely saw the walls move.
1: Like, I didn't really think it played that much into how this game was going to turn into... I just thought... Maybe they moved... Maybe it was some disadvantage, but not major where... That's why one team
2: lost That's why the moving walls wasn't the main reason why Team UK lost the challenge. I mean, and also, I mean, that part, they had to go first on that to know how to properly do it. Where, like, I mean, you saw Team USA, like, Zach was, like, leisurely pedaling that thing. He wasn't going, like, CT was going insane on that thing.
3: Yeah, no, you saw he was sweating. He was red. He was putting in work. I, I, I mean, I see what I see what you're saying, Tyler, but... At the end of the day, I think everybody was going to be tired, no matter what, with their arms. And it is what it is. They just should have used better strategy and been like, okay, you are going to climb. Don't spin the wheel. Have somebody else.
2: And I'm, I'm pretty sure USA probably did that.
3: Yeah.
0: We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good?
3: Uh, How's it going? This is
5: uh, Derek. Derek Kazinski. So this is Paulie. and you're listening to Love War Challenges.
3: What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome.
4: Love War Challenges.
5: For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC podcast. World's
2: most dangerous podcast.
0: Let's go ahead and move into this deliberation. CT wants to make it quick. Uh, I think everybody can kind of tell how this is going to go. Theo gets voted in and he says, play clip. All right. <laughs> so, the- <laughs> welcome to the show. So, Theo threatens to throw the final or become a turncoat. I mean, I think we can all feel how frustrated Theo is by having to go into elimination again, especially with how well he performs regularly. Uh, what, did, what did you feel about Theo's actions and, and exactly how he
2: came off during this deliberation? It makes sense. Um, kind of touched on it earlier, but it's just, it just added frustration. It keeps building and building, and eventually, you know, you just hit a point of no return where it's screw everybody, and it's just he has to pick what's the, whatever result he picks of turn coding or or just forcing them not to win on his own team which is gonna accomplish the most for him personally, and so I mean it's justified. Yeah, I agree with Tyler. I mean Theo just—he
1: was just annoyed. He's like, "What can I do just to like just piss everyone off?" And he did he able to do You can't blame him. He's in—he's in a situation right now where it's lose or lose more, and he's just doing whatever the fuck he fucking wants to do because he has nothing to lose really. Because no matter where he goes, he's going back to—he's going back to elimination every single time. And if he walks to with money, he walks to with money. But the odds of that happening are slim to none right now.
3: I think that it's something that someone who's really pissed off would say, but I truly don't think he would do it. But you're like, dude, this is not just their paycheck. I get that you don't want them to win money, but you don't want yourself to win money. Like, are you that petty that you don't want to win the money either? So you're just going to say, fuck everybody?
1: Well, didn't last season Ashley say if she was on, uh, if she was on a team with Theo, she was going to quit the game just so Theo couldn't win?
3: Whether or not Ashley would have done that is entirely <laughs> questionable.
1: I'm saying, well, she did the same thing Theo did, pretty much. Well, just saying I also it.
3: said the same thing at that point. I understand it, but it's you're signing away a paycheck, saying I don't care, I just don't want anybody to win. So you, you don't want money? Like, Theo, win, give your money to me. Like, if you don't want it that badly, go home. If you're that upset that this game isn't working out the way you want it to.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, people have threatened to to throw finals and throw challenges ever since challenges were made. But being for the fact that this is a a team game, supposedly, and it does seem like Theo is having to put in a lot of the work for this situation, is it okay that he feels like throwing this shit? If he went into elimination and
2: wins, like can any of us fault him for it? If every single person... On the challenge, doesn't want Theo to win money. Why should he want them to win money? Every they, they 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 keep throwing him in time and time. They keep they keep putting targets on his back, and they're trying to take away money from him. So it totally makes sense for him to go. If you guys are thinking I can't win this money, then I don't want any of you to win this money. It's the same thing. He's just saying it. They're throwing him to elimination. It's the same thing.
0: Exactly. I have no problem with that. I mean. These people obviously don't give a fuck about you. It's a lose-lose for, for Theo. Team UK have made their choice, but the tribunal still has to make theirs. Zach decides that he doesn't want any information on how Carver and Paulie is going to vote. He feels like him knowing nothing kind of keeps him safe, and he is just going to burn his vote. Now, we had Carver in here last week. She said that Zach plays a scared game. Is this smart for Zach, or is this Zach just playing, just playing scared? not wanting to put his name out there and staying safe and flying below the radar bananas. What was the question?
1: I was commenting on the, your tweet. <laughs> Becky. Uh,
3: <laughs> 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 we're all
6: a little distracted. <laughs> well, this is why
3: we can't do it right after the episode because we're all distracted by Twitter. I know. But anyway, um, I don't know if Zach is necessarily playing a scared game, but as a game that he knows that no matter what it is, he's not going to win kind of situation. He's in a lose lose. He knows that he's not an alliance with Kara and Polly. He doesn't want to piss off the people on his side. But, you know, it's just a lot going on. I think that he's doing as much as I don't like him, I think he's doing the best with what he has, which is just to watch everybody else self destruct and stay under the radar.
2: I okay, so uh, I I didn't want to do this, but I think Kara's assessment on Zach's gameplay this season is 100% inaccurate. Mm. Um, I don't think he's playing a scared game at all. Here's the thing. What does everybody always say about Zach? I mean, Becky just says she doesn't like him. Well, why don't you like him? Because he's mainly, he's, he's an ass. He's rude. He's, you know, he's degrading to women sometimes.
3: Sometimes.
2: No, but it, no, it is true, though, sometimes, because he's not, he's not really to Jenna. He treats Jenna really well and everything, obviously. But I on I think that Zach is trying. Eh, I, you can see the same with Jordan and Tori. Here's the thing: Zach appears to be turning over a new leaf. He's trying to become a better person. That's what I'm seeing from it. Where he made his he, he made his bed. He's lying in it. He said, "I'm never going to vote in somebody from Team USA. I'm going to be truthful." So if he if he at one moment goes, Carl Pauly, who are you guys uh, voting in?" Well, now he's playing a scared game, trying to play both sides. He's doing exactly the opposite. He's sticking to his game. He's going to play it. He's going to do what he said he was going to do because he's a loyal person is what he's trying to say. And we know he's loyal. As much as people don't like him, he threw himself into elimination to protect Tony. Zach is loyal. So he's going to keep true to his character.
0: Uh, he wasn't so loyal when he tossed Wes that ball. <laughs>
2: uh, he, was, he was loyal. All right. no, All right. no, 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 no. He was loyal to the right person.
3: To Wes? Oh,
2: oh, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. No, here, hey, here real, quick, real quick. Can we have a side question? Sidebar. Okay.
3: Who, I, let me answer who, my thing first.
2: I know, but I know, but but <laughs> I'm actually a, I'm going to ask you this question, Antonio. Oh, who, okay. Who has Zach been in alliance with between Wes and Bananas, and has helped his game more? Oh, it's
1: clearly Wes.
2: Every time, every time, Bananas doesn't ever further Zach's game. So why why does it's not that?
1: It's more so that Zach will always find a way to go after Bananas before Bananas go after Zach, and we've seen it numerous times i forget the season i want to say free agents but i could be wrong we is a um a clip of zach saying we gotta get bananas out when they were clearly working together if i'm in an alliance why the fuck are you saying that you don't say shit like that we're in alliance you want to we want to see the final together you don't want to make a plan to get me out no that's not that does not fly but west on the other hand he west will get zach out but west will not do it west will have other people say you know what Send this person in, and they'll take Zach out. And Wes will mastermind different moves for someone else to do that. Bananas just plays a straight-up game. He'll just say, you know what? We're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. Wes manipulates people into doing his dirty work. And we've seen
2: it time after time. And the time you're referencing, and I don't want to keep on this too long because this is not about Wes and Bananas. That could be a whole other podcast uh, idea right there. (laughs) But um, obviously, for other people, you're referencing Battle of the Exes 2 when literally Leroy, Leroy had power. And he was obviously going to throw in Wes and Teresa. And Leroy said, make me your number one. And Wes said, I can't because Zach's my number one. And he said, the only way Zach's not my number one is if Zach's not here. He didn't throw Zach under the bus. He stuck to his guns. He just said the only he way... basically
1: that- said, take Zach out and I'll welcome you in.
2: If you want Absolutely, to, That's yeah. what Wes
1: basically said.
2: Because he manipulated Leroy's <laughs> mind.
1: He's a
7: manipulator. That is the yeah, greatest all- manipulation look, listen, in history. As-, as
1: much as I hate Wes... As much as I hate him, I respect his game. He knows how to get in people's heads,
2: and I respect him for
1: it. But do I trust that little bitch? No.
2: We now return to our regularly scheduled podcast. (laughs) (laughs) shut
3: up. (laughs) And I'm over here just eating popcorn, tweeting.
0: Let's go ahead and talk about... See, this is cool. Can I just lean back and just bring (gasps) the mic to me? This is awesome. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the star of the show. Me? Josh. Oh Oh, no. So, this episode, Josh is sour grapes. Uh, He calls Kara a bitch. Um, He keeps making claims that Paulie and Kara is running this whole game. And it's funny because we heard from Kara when she was here last week, and we heard from Kaylee on this week's episode. That wasn't exactly the case. Josh is on the table. The girls are very willing to feed Josh into the proven ground. So, we come upon a scene with Josh and Carvis talking, and Josh is pretty much like, oh, you know, I'm ready to go in. I don't really care, I <laughs> do whatever is ready. I'm not about to kiss nobody's ass. I mean, if you wanna win the final, blah, blah, fucking blah.
4: I can't trust what anybody says, so it's like, I'm just, every time we go to elimination, who I do you have an right. issue
0: with? I'm curious, because you don't. You say you don't have an issue with anybody, and then I you blow have an up issue at all with,
4: been, Like, who's
0: it, your biggest issue with in the house? Is it just Polly?
4: On a game level, though, I do have an issue with you, and I do have an issue with him, because so I feel just like just me and
3: him. You don't have to explain. No, it. I
4: have a, a few because people. I
3: hear you say to everybody, like, That's you, I don't have true. an issue with you, I don't have an issue That's with you," true. and, and you're then you Are gonna let me talk,
4: said, or is there always gonna be like you just talk over me every single conversation? I'm
0: literally asking. Remember.
4: I'm mentally ready to go in if that's what you guys are gonna do. Mm -hmm. Because you guys, you you have your plan. What I'm saying is you play a very manipulative game.
6: Oh, thank
0: you. And... I didn't know I was that good. Josh, it's like he's just a walking contradiction. Emotional just wreck. And he is completely inconsistent. I don't want him in this game.
4: If you guys wanna throw me in, go ahead. I hope you win the final like that. Cara, I realize that if we're not praising you, if people are not following your orders and being a minion and following everything you want us to do, um, you know, we become public enemy number one. Not gonna kiss anybody's ass.
0: How do we feel about Josh right now? Is Josh standing up for his friends and he's making a stand? And he's making a stand against the Kara cult? Or is this him just being emotional, being a crybaby? and just being mad that he's always outnumbered and isn't able to get the job done. And still, and still, has not fucked Amanda. Oh
3: no, no, are you gonna play the clip?
0: That will be in every episode ever. <laughs> Man, we're never gonna get him on our podcast.
3: You
6: need to chill the out before challenges. You're too stressed.
4: I'm realizing with our team, something's not working.
6: Oh, you're just not realizing
4: And I'm that? realizing that we it's our-
6: every challenge.
4: It's our communication but also I think that there needs to be, I'm a very affectionate, passionate, like, I need, <laughs> I need like the female touch. <laughs> <I>
6: need... <laughs> I'm
4: doing a little bit of flirting with Amanda. I think that she's hot, but not only that, the way that she carries herself, just her sex appeal, her confidence. Um, she drives me crazy.
6: There's so many girls in this house. Go hook up and get massages. Yeah, but
4: I'm trying to build my team dynamic with you so we can become a better team. It doesn't benefit me to give them good when I can give you good.
6: Disgusting.
4: (laughs) Potentially help us with. I think the situation is that we're both sexually frustrated and you are. I'm not at all.
6: Josh is just more of like a brother to me. Like he's really emotional,
0: he's young, and he's he's a little too nice.
4: Why don't you kiss me to shut me up? That'll probably stop me from talking.
0: Ew, because it'll throw up. If he's on the block, like, what the fuck is Josh doing? Is this the time to be making stronger enemies with a stronger alliance? Like, what the fuck is on his mind,
3: Becky? I mean, I think that he's letting his emotions get the best of him, which we all know he does. Um, and just by outrighting, saying outright saying, "I don't care if you guys send me in," is a clear indicator of, okay, you don't care. Then we're just gonna send you right on in there. Then why don't you just volunteer yourself at this point? But
0: yeah, it, it does seem like he's making it a uh, easy choice.
3: And I mean, I get it. He's frustrated um, that the numbers aren't working in his favor, but I do say that all these people over here complaining about the Cara Poly Alliance, that if this weren't reversed and this was um, bananas Alliance with everybody that everybody wouldn't be cheering in the background. Like, yes, use those numbers against them. So I, it is what it is. And, you know, eventually Josh is going to get put in and Josh is just going to have to be ready for it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he'll do great. <laughs> Tyler. So the answer to your question is actually yes to both. He is being over emotional, but he is staying true to his alliance and he's kind of, you know, just going to fight, fight head on. Now, I have a theory about this cuz obviously like I break everything down. I break every individual conversation that happens on yes, an episode. Yes, you know you analyze stuff. I know I. That's what I do, okay? What if Josh knows if Jordan wins an elimination, he's going to turn coat. But if I win an elimination, I keep Jordan and myself on team USA. So why not get them to throw me in? I mean, cuz he knows it's going to happen. He didn't want Tori to turn coat last week. I mean, that's makes sense in my mind. And even if we or the Challenge Universe doesn't think Josh is competitive and can do well in an elimination. We don't. But here's the thing. He almost took out Cam and Ashley. Almost. And if it wasn't for a flawed elimination, he probably would have. Now, he has confidence in himself, so he thinks he can beat Theo. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know, but he's just a very confident person. So maybe he's just trying to, you know, smoke screen and get the target off of Jordan because he wants to keep Team USA who it is.
1: I think... I think you're giving Josh a little too much credit because X. it is only his second season and he came a Big Brother. If it was like a seasonal vet, maybe. But I think Josh is pretty much in the same boat as Jenny right now. They both know their time is coming. Their numbers are slim to none. And they just don't know what's best for their game right now because no matter what they do, they they're going to go in. Because if their team wins... They're going to get sent in. And if their team loses, they're going to get sent in. So right now, they're just trying to say, you know what? They're going to call it their shots because what else do they have to lose? Because they, they know they're going in. There's nothing There's nothing they can physically do to change it unless there's a purge. And that purge takes out half the half of the other team's alliance.
2: Malik, Malik, before you jump in, here's the thing. I think that the only reason why you're so upset at Josh is that he was your number one pick in fantasy this year. He's not delivering the stats for you. And you know that's that's all it is, you know. Like you're a what, fan, you
1: know what? He he he's used to that because he drafted like Saquon Barkley in the first round. That's why, and he's on the performing. <laughs> well,
2: see, the, see, the thing
0: is, I, I don't have a problem with Josh. Um, and and I'm only speaking from what I see on TV. But I don't like the way he plays the game. I don't like his interactions. I don't like his interviews. I don't like his fucking bandana. I don't like his stupid shirts. <laughs> I don't like his Twitter account. <laughs> 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 I don't like his fucking eyebrows. So I'm not really a judge, How about his pots and pans? <laughs> yeah, pots and pans. Not a big fan. I don't like them either. But let's go ahead and move on. What I like to call the circle jerk of hate. We come upon a scene. It's Jordan, Tory, Zach, and Josh sitting in a room and they're having a conversation. I'm gonna call that bitch off for of the trash that she is. We busted our ass for our team.
4: We've given it all. They, we didn't get here because of Polly and Carr. We got here because we were a good ass team. And they're so full of themselves that they think that they could win that final, knocking Mir Jordan out of the game.
3: Josh will always be nervous whenever Carr is in power. We've seen Carr vote in other team members before. So Josh has his guard up and he is just ready to go. When or if Carr and Polly says his name?
4: I'm not going to kiss those motherfuckers. To stay in this game, I'm going to go and give him my all and then come back. They better be prepared for the hell that I'm going to give him. Do you think they're doing it because they think that Theo can beat you? I'm confident going up against him. I'm not scared to go up against him. I'll go up against anyone. I don't even know what to believe, who to believe, or who to trust anymore because I just feel so over by everyone. i just rather be ready than go into that proving ground and have my team screw me over.
2: The more time I spend around them, the more I realize there's
0: like very few if any likable qualities There's that none. either of them have.
3: Everybody has a little bit of hate in their heart and they're the perfect people to dump that
7: hate out on. <laughs> yeah. Their relationship to me makes me <sighs> sick. It's cringe, it's cringe.
0: So, it doesn't seem like Paulie and Kara is gonna be invited to anybody's wedding anytime soon. Uh, what do you guys make of this circle jerk of hate? Uh, they're just sitting in there and they, it looks like they just hate where they stand at a team. At this point, shouldn't they all just turncoat if they can't get it done on Team US?
2: I honestly think that we're at the point in the season, and I said this a couple weeks ago, that once somebody actually turncoats, it's just going to be a domino effect, and it's going to be one after the other, turncoat after turncoat. Um, And that was my prediction. And I mean, with the way they're talking, and the way they're hating, and they're bashing, it makes sense to you know want to go to the other team and try and beat the person you're not working with or getting along with. I don't recall you saying this. Um, I did. No, no, no. I remember when you said it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like two, three episodes ago. Come uh-huh. on.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I agree. It, it, all, all it takes is one person to start the fire, and then everyone else keeps burning.
3: The thing is, is when you're looking at things in a certain way, they're literally just giving the other team the ability to have a scapegoat to always throw them in i have absolutely no doubts that if team uk keeps losing that they're going to continuously throw jordan and tory in mostly because they have no real loyalty to them they're not really technically UK. so i think that though it is a smart decision to walk away from a team that is obviously not working with you
0: we'll be back in a moment you're listening to love war challenges what's good
5: uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. and you're listening to Love War Challenges.
3: What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome.
5: Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC podcast. World's most dangerous podcast.
0: Let's talk about a flaw in the system i know none of us are a big fan of everybody just voting for a tribunal and getting voted in don't you think that the way they do the tribunal that it puts too much power in the hands of the people who has the numbers now don't get me wrong alliances have always had a place in the challenge no matter what whoever has the numbers you, uh, you know they're usually going to run the game for a good portion but it seems like if you don't have the numbers it is just it's so bad for you in this way because you have no way to get into that tribunal. You have no way to wield any power. Once you don't have the numbers, it seems like you're fucking done. Uh, is any of you guys getting that feeling also?
1: I, I feel it 100%. I feel like they haven't gotten the winner, whatever, whatever you call it, the winning team format the right way because we've seen it with the Troika a few seasons ago how we saw it episode after episode how we're just more of a dominating... Whoever's in the Troika... You're set for next episode and the episode after that. Right,
0: right. But, but, but the difference is you had to win to get in there. You see what I'm saying? So even if you didn't have oh, yeah. the numbers, if you had the performance, you could get in there. I, I
1: think the numbers, what really, what really messed this season up besides the tribunal was the way the elimination was formed. By you being able to throw in your own team in, I feel like that's what screwed this season, not the tribunal. Because the tribunal, yeah, you win your team, you get to vote on someone, that's fine. But by you being able to put someone on your own team into elimination, that's where it gets um all tricky. Like, oh, you have to be safe and stuff like that. So that's where it matters most.
0: Okay, but that's where the turncoat comes in. Now you have it, so if your team is going to throw you in constantly, you can jump to the other team.
2: So they have it out in that way. I think that part's great. I think that part's great. The tribunal format. The reason Here's the reason why it's messed up. It is messed up. It's flawed. There's, a, there's an issue with it. But the reason why is it's so bad even more this season is because, like you were saying with the Troika, the Troika was almost the same thing. Yes, there were times when getting in the Troika was top three performers, but there were other times, like on a swimming challenge they did, where you just voted in yourself. And that's who is the Troika. And MTV in the challenge, gods, uh, if you listen to this, I don't hate you. Please don't smite me. Um, but they didn't adapt. And that's the issue when there's a flaw in the system and you continue to let it be a flaw that's where people like Antonio aren't super big fans of the season and but but when it comes to the turn coding the turn coding is a great twist because you've never been able to just like leave a bad situation and go to a better one or just a different one and now you can not I think that aspect is great i mean could you imagine on like like I don't know, like on last season, if like you won an elimination, you could trade your partner for somebody else. Oh my
0: god.
3: Holy shit.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: fucking chaos. I, I
1: think the best elimination format, like where they had it with the winners and stuff, was Final Reckoning. Where you only you win, you're safe. You vote count as twice. And whoever gets into elimination, you vote for them, you go against them. I agree. I think I think that was the best one we've seen hands down in a while. By
0: far, yes. I love the fact that you were able to call out the people who voted you in, and that's the only people who you can call out. I mean, nothing better. Nothing better. Even though it got a little bit diluted when people realized that, you know... Yeah, there were some
1: flaws, but they should should get elaborated on that and work with that and not just completely scratch it.
0: Once they figured out that they were able to cancel out votes, some of its potency got diluted. But for the most part, I love that. I love... All right, you get voted in. You can only call out the people who voted for you. That I mean, ah, oh, more of that. We would love to see that. But let's go ahead and move on to this proving ground. Theo comes down, and then it's time for the tribunal to vote. Zach, as we all knew, Zach Burns his vote on Joss on the elaborate
1: ca- this. yes
0: <laughs> on the account of his small testicles feeling like there'd be no retribution for the act. Oh, God. oh my God,
2: that commentary! was hilarious
0: i thought so too yeah uh, um, yeah definitely definitely it was great to see zach shine a little bit on that one and i think he was also 100 percent right i don't th- i think josh would be able to let this roll down his back and it wasn't really a move against josh i think josh knew that he was burning it paulie votes jordan we all knew it was between jordan and josh and then Cora
7: Cora. all comes down to this josh
5: Cara, what the f- are you doing? That was not part of the plan at all.
7: What
3: is going on? Why aren't Polly and Kara voting in the same way right now?
7: Who oh, is the toy? I was just kidding, it's Jordan.
0: Which I thought was great. I thought that was great, just to fuck with Josh a little bit. She has every right to, to go after him a little bit. He's been a total dick to her, and I fully support that. I thought it was funny. But Jordan is going down into the proven Ground against Theo, who at this point is undefeated. Now, let's talk about good idea, bad idea. Was it a good idea or a bad idea to put Jordan in against Theo? I'm going to go first. I thought that it was a great idea. They knew they had to get Jordan out. And when you start looking at the people who have the ability to take him out, it's not a lot. I mean, Rogan is completely untested. Josh, he does okay, but Jordan is one of the best. You're definitely not putting in nobody from Team US. Uh, CT probably will have a good shot, but it really depends on what the elimination is going to be. I think overall, the best overall person you could put against a Jordan would be Theo. If you're gonna try to take Jordan out, this is the time to do it. Gotta pull that trigger now. Badanis.
1: I'm indifferent about this because I see the good and the bad. I feel like um, throwing Jordan in, if you're Team UK, you're basically in the same situation as last week, how you got the slight upgrade From Torrey to Georgia. and Now, in this case, you have a slight upgrade with Jordan from Theo. But if I'm Team US, do I really want to give them another strong player? Because, yes, Jordan is a prick. He can be. He's annoying. But I, I really don't think Jordan has it in his own ego to throw a final. Competitions, Maybe. But finals, no. I don't think he would have done what Theo was saying and throw an actual final. Because I know if Jordan's there, he, he's going to want that third win. Because he, he wants to get close to Bananas record, trust me. So that's why I wouldn't really throw Jordan in. I'll probably throw in a, jo- a Josh. Hopefully, maybe Theo comes to Team US and, see, and t- see, take it from there. And then maybe throw Jordan in the next male elimination. Not this one.
3: I think that the alliance members from Team US see Jordan as a cancer and cancers you have to cut them out and you have to get rid of them fast or else they're going to destroy the whole team i get why they pulled it on someone like theo who is an incredible competitor and he has taken out a lot of strong players this season so i Mm. well i'm trying to give it up for bananas (laughs) you took out bananas
2: not
0: bananas. bananas
2: isn't a strong elimination competitor.
3: Well, he's a strong Shut overall up. competitor.
2: Now, 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 now
1: no, I disagree with the
0: you say the rest of the podcast. And your
2: record's your
3: record. And let's give it up. Here's here. the Michael
0: Jordan of the challenge. Like taking out bananas isn't as hard as it used to be. It's almost a fucking rite of passage these days. Hey, you're new. You're going to be a badass. Show bananas the okay, door.
3: Remember, he almost beat bananas. Bananas made a mistake and that's what fucked him up. So if bananas had not made the mistake, he wouldn't have gone home. So I think that Theo is an overall strong competitor and a good, strong elimination competitor. He's, he thinks it through. He pushes it. And I think that he was the best option. Whether or not it was smart, I think it's hit or miss because these eliminations are always a toss-up. And I know we're going to talk about it, but yet another tailor-made elimination for one side. No. Jordan has already had How an elimination made? with sledgehammers. He's also known to have worked with Sledgehammer his entire life. So slightly Jordan different.
1: Jordan wasn't guaranteed to go into the elimination, yeah, though. That's the it's difference. It's like ninja where ninja was guaranteed to be. Now, when ninja was in elimination, she was already in it. There wasn't no oh maybe she's not going to be in it. She was in it. So yes, I am sure. I am made, sure. But that Jordan- the
3: producers had a feeling that this is what was going to happen. They're not producer, stupid.
1: Producer, we from what we've heard with having people here like Cara and Pauly they told us that they and based on what I heard of Challenge Mania podcast with their own guest they producers don't know until they get there because I can easily producer, you know what yeah I'm going to throw Jordan in for, for, fuck it why not and then the second I get there I mean you know what I see elimination I'm going to change my mind and not let, not let production know so it's not really tailor made because you don't really know if, if it was you know, another hall brawl for Theo. Then I can easily, you know, what Theo did this before. Maybe it's telling made for Theo.
3: No, but he didn't almost win that He had to fight to win that hall brawl against a nearly broken Kyle.
0: It it was a tailor made for Theo because Zach made a good point of pointing out that Jordan knows how to wield a hammer. He
3: won an elimination against one.
1: So then, honestly, if in that situation, if Kara and Paulie saw a hammer there, they should have realized, you know what? Fuck it. Let's throw in Josh. Let's throw in or someone else. No, nope. they should. They should. Jordan realized is it.
0: still the proper choice. If, if somebody's going to be able to take him out, it's going to be Theo
2: Tyler. Can I disagree? Yes. Oh, this is this is the thing. This is, and we were talking about this earlier. You know, where we all don't have to agree, and that's okay. And um, and that's where I sit right here. I think if I put my suitors in their alliance, if you put in Jordan and he wins and he turncoats, that's actually worse for your team because Jordan helps out your team more than Josh helps out your team. If you put in Josh and Josh loses, your team is still better. Even if Jordan's a cancer, Jordan is a performer. And Jordan's a guy that has, you know, he's won two out of four seasons. He's made three out of four finals. I would want that guy with me, not Josh. What if, what if they have another elimination and they have Josh go down there and Josh wins? Now they're stuck with Josh for the final. That's a mistake they made. And Jordan... Has only ever lost one elimination. I believe now. I, I I hate saying things if I'm not factual on it, but I'm pretty sure he's like five and one or six and one now in eliminations. His only loss was punching a wall, which with one hand is pretty hard to do. And who did he lose to? A guy with two hands. Um we'll and continue. what was his name? John, <laughs> he, okay, he was he was one of Johnny Banana's like three elimination wins.
6: Yes. Hey, three eight, elimination wins. Eight wins.
2: wins. <laughs> eight wins. <laughs> But anyways, Jordan's only ever lost one time. And he's never lost when he's been voted in. So that's where I look at that. I just didn't think it was smart because Zach even said, like, oh, there's a sledgehammer. It's Taylor made for him. And then they voted him in. And they were like, wait, didn't he win one of these? And Zach's like, yeah, he kicked my ass in it. And then they played the <laughs> clip and they did. I I didn't think it was smart. Today's
0: elimination is called Under the Hammer.
7: This Can one lights you are out playing honestly. Under the hammer. As you can see, we have railroad ties back here with lights under them and spikes in them. Your goal tonight is to hammer down those spikes using sledgehammers. You're gonna hammer down the spikes far enough that they break the lights at the bottom. First person to break all their lights out will win tonight's elimination round, stay in the game. Loser goes home empty-handed. Got it? I think so. This is not gonna be easy, you guys. Good luck. Come on, baby.
0: Now this is a fucking cool elimination. You gotta hammer through the spikes and bust out a light. I mean, it's pretty fucking dope. So when it kicks off, Theo is killing it out the gate, and and Jordan is right behind him. But right when Jordan, right when Jordan hits about the fourth light bulb, and you you can see it come out. I've also done construction, and uh, yeah, I, I was the lead man on the demo team, which is pretty much they give me. A sledgehammer and i get to go fucking ham for four days destroying <laughs> shit so as i so right around the fourth light bulb i see him get into stride and he's swinging it and as soon as i seen that i was like holy shit it's a wrap for theo um you know theo gas and plus he doesn't know how to properly swing a sledgehammer jordan gets to win he gets to win pretty handily he hands he fucks Theo up in this elimination. How did you guys uh, feel about the elimination on the grade
2: of uh, 1 to 10? How did you guys feel about it and why? Tyler. Yes, first. <laughs> so um, the, the name-wise, pretty unique, pretty cool. The way it looked, um, cosmetically and everything, what they had to do. You know, it was it's pretty good. I, I don't know if there's any way to make it better where it was more head-to-head because it was kind of just like doing your own thing. But, I mean, I, I give it a solid 8 thought eight because of how cool it looked and everything but then again all they were doing was <laughs> swinging a hammer at the end of the day
1: i'll give it an eight as well i feel like it was pretty cool it was unique um it wasn't wasn't too exciting but it could have been if uh was too out... exciting oh you're am no, so let me finish jesus it wasn't too exciting because However because Theo didn't really get into the same groove as Jordan did. If Theo did, and we saw, you know, how, like, it was, they are both at 10 lights. Who's going to win? Like we saw in previous eliminations with Theo, where it was always neck and neck. Theo got smoked. That's why i will give it an 8. If Theo made it close, I probably would have given it like a
3: 9.5. I feel like these eliminations, for some reason, they're, like, nail-biting, at the same time, really boring. I don't know. Ha, nail-biting. Halfway, ha, halfway ha, ha. through I it. it, I get bored but i'm also intrigued to see who wins it's it's an interesting feeling um it was a very interesting elimination um wasn't very visually like impacting just a couple guys swinging some sledgehammers so i mean i wish it was a hall brawl but you know not everything can be hall brawl i guess
1: next week ha ha ha. shadow
3: (laughs) do you see how i slipped that in there
0: well, I'm going to give this one a 8 out of 10. I thought it was a great elimination. Did seem a little tailor-made for Jordan on this one, but there's no reason why Theo couldn't beat him in this one. He does have the length. He does have, he's, he's a little lanky, but he has the strength to drive those nails. He just couldn't swing a hammer as good, and that's why he lost. But a solid 8 out of 10, definitely enjoyable. I did find it exciting, despite what some other assholes may think, and that's why I rank it.
2: I mean, what is interesting here about this elimination? is that it, the pacing was pretty cool of it. And actually, I was keeping track of how it went until MTV completely stopped showing us all the nails going through and hitting the lights. But it, Jordan got the first one done, went up 1-0 like we expected. And then it actually was 4-1 where Theo was winning. Like, Jordan struggled for a second and couldn't get those. And Theo kind of hammered him home right after the other. And then it all turned. And like you said, he smoked him. The end result was 12-6. to 6. That is embarrassing, the fact that Jordan did twice the amount of work in the same amount of time. And that just goes to show how underrated Jordan actually is. I don't think he's
0: underrated at all. I think people know that he's, he's good at this. Even when it comes to Pauli and Cara,
2: they say that, you know, he's a great competitor. He's just an asshole. They don't like him. And in true vet fashion, after Jordan wins, he does what so many great vets have ever done. And he looks at the whole Team USA. He pretty much is like F you, F you, F you, you're cool. He doesn't do he doesn't he doesn't do exactly what Wes does, but he pretty much says to Pauly, he pretty much says to Pauly, if you want to take me out, you better come do it yourself. Which is great. Yeah, I
0: respect that. It's great TV. And and Pauly even gave him props. He uh you know, Pauly said himself, he's just like, uh, you know, because they're both super hyper competitive. He's like, I feel like, you know, me and him have a lot in common. So I feel like that's why he was able to kind of just just um able to take that because Pauly would probably be doing the same thing if he was in the other if he was in the same situation, you know? And of course, you feel good, you got thrown in, you beat the person who, who they thought, you know, would be able to beat you, like, I get it, I get it. After Jordan gets to W, and does a little bit of showing off, well-deserved, he, he deserves every, every second of showing off that, that he got, he gets down on one knee.
5: TJ, almost nothing more would make me happier and going back to the US and sabotaging every thing they do. Because these miserable people do not deserve a cent of that final money. But you know what? You know what would make me happier? If Tory Deal would make me the happiest man in the world.
6: Shut up! You guys. Oh, I'm gonna throw up! <laughs> oh my god,
5: man. That's your right hand. No. Oh. <laughs> I've known for a long time that I want to spend the rest of my life with Tori. And before we left, I figured hey, we met on a challenge, so why not ask her to marry me on a challenge? And I, I hope that this challenge has really showed her how amazing we are together. Oh. No.
0: Most of the cast is completely elated, except for one Cara Maria. She's gonna be paying for that ring when he sabotages our team. Sorry.
2: Are you kidding me with that comment?
0: Nope. I don't wanna be that person, but
2: it's kind of eye Fake as. <laughs> it's, I don't believe it. But if it gets into the other team, <laughs> yeah! Get married! Peace, bitches! I
5: love you. I love you. TJ. We're going
6: to the UK. <laughs>
0: All right, congratulations. So, uh, Corey wasn't really excited about that. Um, but at the, at the same time, so, one, I don't think what she said was that fucking horrible. But everybody seemed to be on her for pretty much like, oh, you couldn't put the game aside and be happy for, for him. And, and Tori... Uh, I think that's total bullshit. Why would she be happy for them? Now, from Carver's angle, she, she don't got to be happy. Was Jordan happy for her when, when she won vendettas and he just spewed a whole bunch of hate all over her and shitted on her and, and, and discounted her win over and over again up until the point where Derek K had to stand up and said that she could do whatever she wants? I mean, come on. D- uh, less than 10 minutes ago, we had the circle jerk of hate of Jordan, Tory Zach... And um, that other guy just talking about how much they can't stand her and hate her. So, should she have made the comment? No, but I don't have any problem with it whatsoever.
3: I think that we all say things that we shouldn't in moments of... it It was a bad moment that got caught on TV. I mean, I can't say I haven't made a comment similar about other people whom... Are in my life right now. And I'm just glad it never got recorded or heard by people. So I understand where her moment was coming from. I don't condone it because it wasn't the right thing to say. But, you know, Cara's an adult and, you know, she made the decision to make the comment. And as long as she stands by it and keeps the same energy, I guess what can we do? But, you know, say, I don't agree with it, but that's your choice.
2: I mean, I I don't agree with it at all. Um, I think that, like like I've always I grew up playing soccer and everything. And I, when I play soccer, I'm a completely different person. I'm 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 an ass, but off the field, I'm a whole different person. I believe in separation of like you know competitor and self. Who you are in the competition isn't necessarily who you are outside of it. And I think that she got. I mean, they're inside the game. She's stuck in game mode and a real life. Thing happened in the game, and she couldn't remove herself from the game. Now, everybody that's sitting here saying like, "Well, she should be allowed to say it," you know, like you're saying like he's hated on her. Yeah, you can't say whatever you want about somebody. You just say it behind closed doors. There's no reason to shit on somebody else's moment just to get something from yourself off your chest because you're gonna get plenty of interviews. And you say that in an interview, they're gonna air it because controversial in my eyes. I just think that. There's no point in shitting on somebody else's moment. At all, I don't think what Jordan did on shitting on her individual win was right, but I don't think that like gives somebody her a right to just return the favor. Like two wrongs don't make a right, as as everybody always says. So, I think that she's justified in her feelings towards the situation, but didn't need to voice it right then, right there.
0: You're saying voiced it? Is that like she fucking grabbed a megaphone and said, "Hey, Jordan." Hey, Tori, you fuck your wedding, you know? But she didn't, like, ruin anything, you know? She said it to one person.
1: It was still out in the public. I mean, let's say if Zach was right behind them, right in front of them, and and he could easily hear them. But honestly, though, I give major props to Polly because he realized the second she said it, it wasn't the time or place to say it. Let them enjoy their moment because, let's just say, what if someone heard Kara? Let's just say- Oh, plenty of people heard Kara, but- well, the, like, then and there at that moment, I'm talking about. And, and it basically ruins their moment because most it, people. It doesn't
0: really. It doesn't well, really. They still had their moment. She didn't. It's not like she went down there and said it in their face or started kicking dirt or tried to rip the ring off of Tori's hand. But just like Tyler said, she's still stuck in game mode. And when it comes to people, when it comes to other cast members complaining about Kara, they say that one of the biggest complaints is that she is always in game mode. And she, she doesn't separate.
3: Uh, wait, let me also say here, too, that if this was on the other foot with the fact that mm. everybody shit talks Polly and Kara's relationship, especially in the challenge world, that people wouldn't be like, oh, it's for TV or oh, it's bullshit nope. and have them nasty nope. faces. They would
0: have been like, that's a fact. They would be like, oh, man, that's so cringy. It's so cringy. That's so corny. Exactly. Exactly. So at the end so- of the day,
3: let's not say that they wouldn't be tried to shit on their moment either. I'm not saying that I understand two wrongs don't make a right. I'm just saying tomato, tomato, and everybody is holding people to different standards than they hold others, which again is a pot meat kettle situation. Tyler, what's your
2: thoughts? So let's break this down from both sides first. Um, okay, Mr. <laughs> Analyst. It was so bad. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to go from a perspective that nobody is. Nobody's taken this approach, and at least I don't know if they have on Twitter yet or not, um, but they might now. This is actually on production. This is production's fault for thinking that it was the right time to air that clip, because I'm sure there are thousands of clips that don't get aired, and they decided to, oh hey, these guys are engaged now. Let's show Kara being a villain, you know. Let's paint her in this picture, and now they get this reaction, which we see is going to happen. So really, it's on the producers for for doing this. Uh, now the other thing. I do think it's hypothetical. You can't say that anybody would shit on anybody about anything. We said Jordan did about Kara on the, on the challenge and everything, but the season before, everybody was saying the same thing about Kara before that victory. On Dirty 30, they were saying that she looked entitled, that she was feeling this way, and Jordan was with Tori. So now they go to fast-forward to Vendettas. Kara wins. Jordan says the same things he was saying before she won. Granted, again, the wrong time, wrong place. And they're both being consistent here and how they feel about each other. I mean, this is like almost foreshadowing like a future rival season if they have like oh god, guy please, girl no. matchups. I'm just saying if, if they have another rivals four and it's guy girls, these guys are gonna be a pair, unless they really hurt Kara and put her with like Kyle, but
3: or Johnny. If I, if Johnny's no, if we're gonna
2: see a Johnny.
1: We're gonna see a Johnny West
2: rival pair before we see a Kara and oh god, I wish. No, no, I no, wish I meant- that'd be that'd be fun. I know what you're saying, but I think, I, I think that would be fun, Antonio. But realistically, Jordan and Kara have never gotten along, ever. I don't, I mean, even going back to. What, they did a, what, three seasons together? Four, including the Devils
3: 2, Final uh, Free Agents, and 30 30. But honestly, and on this. Free Agents, they got along.
1: Yeah, because Jordan's biggest target was Johnny Bananas, and so was Kara's. They were friends because of common enemies. Well, also, so she, we, was, they were only she was really re- banging
3: Laurel. So Laurel and Kara at that time were friends. So Yes. I think that also helped.
1: So they're basically only rivals for what, dirty thirty and now? So their rivalry isn't as rich as a lot of other people. So I don't really see their them being a pair off the top of my head. I would I if I think of Kara's main rival right now, I see Kyle. Regardless of who she has in the future, I if I see a male, female rivals pair, I want Kara and Kyle.
0: Ugh. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our episode MVP. Who won today's episode? One person, Bananas. Uh, You know what? Uh, Real quick, does anybody here not think it's Jordan? I think it's Jory. You you think it's them both? All right, so I think we can all agree that Jordan wins today's episode. He went into elimination, whooped ass, very convincingly so. Like, man, he killed it. He killed it. And then, he, and then he came out, he talked his shit, he, did t- he turned turncoat and going to Team UK. So he's going to be a pain in the ass for, for the big alliance. And then he has a proposal, which, and I don't know if I said this yet, I thought the proposal was a awesome, sweet moment. Him and Tory have a great relationship. They support each other. They love each other very much. It's very authentic. And it was a very, very lovely moment. Lovely moment. And I love seeing it. Love seeing it. I don't think there's any way that Jordan doesn't win this episode. So now... We all agree. Yeah, we're all in agreement there. So let's go ahead and wrap it up with The Hitless. Today we're going to do the top Ooh. 10. Tyler, please get off of playing your Star Wars game
7: and tell us... <laughs>
0: I was
3: about to say, I'm like, is this another ever playing games while we're supposed to be working? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Camden, I mean, I just, broke, Camden right. just broke his wrist. All right, Tyler,
0: give us your top 10 and this week's power rankings.
2: Alrighty. Let's start at number ten. Uh, we got the Dad C T falling down a spot. Number nine is Big Man Josh moving up nine spots. Eight, Zach keeps his spot from last week. Rogan falls one to seven. Cam makes a leap by five spots to number six. Josh moves up two to number five. Car stays put at three at four. Polly moves up two to number three. I I was almost gonna do two number ones, but Tori falls one spot to number one and Jordan moves up to he takes number 1 for the fourth time in 11 weeks all right all right all right all right all right
0: okay so one why is Josh number 9 his ass is on his ass is on the chopping block he didn't really mm. do shit in the daily he did get a little bit more tv time but this is a power ranking and he doesn't really have any power whatsoever in fact i'm pretty sure the next guys day we could probably You know, definitely expect to see Josh in there. Zach at number eight. I'm okay with that. Uh, Leroy not being in the top 10. I mean, we didn't see him much this episode, but whatever. Uh, Cam is kind of high at number six. Uh, She got some TV time, but I don't remember seeing her do too much. Tori at number two. Why? She turn-coded and went to a shitty team and lost. She got proposed to by Jordan, which is... so goddamn unlikely. <laughs> you unlikable. just said you were happy about for them. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy for them, but I don't believe getting proposed to should move you up to number two in, in the power ranking. But those are my biggest gripes.
1: Yeah, I just have one question, Tyler. What's with the Cam jumping five spots after doing nothing this episode? That's all I have. Everything else is pretty much set in stone. You can't really argue against it. Besides, I just don't see why Cam jumped five spots.
3: I mean, I think that. Everybody seems properly placed, except for I agree with Malik that all Josh did this episode was cry. So I don't see why he would be in the top 10. And all Zach did was bitch and talk about how he got beat in elimination. I mean, and then he fell off a wall. It's, ugh, no, he doesn't belong in the top 10. But and I think CT should be pushed up further just because of how he did in the daily, because goddamn. He looked like he was putting in work, but otherwise, everybody else is fine.
1: Tyler, you are now able to defend yourself.
2: Uh, thank you, Your Honor. Um, so wait, I didn't say you
3: could defend yourself. Accept <laughs> the critique.
2: Well, I am the honor. You are
3: not an honor. Malik is the honor. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. So, um, as always, uh, I'm right. You guys are wrong. But let me <laughs> le- let me tell you guys oh, why. Okay. God. Um. So there's there's four people in question here. Uh, let's talk about Tori first. Now, Tori fell one spot from number one. But here's the thing. The, she's on a shitty team, yes. But that team just got significantly better with Jordan. It also can boost her morale because now her number one is right next to her. Also, if for some reason she ends up going into elimination against somebody... I mean, think about who Tori's going to have to go into elimination against. Like, Kara, Ashley, Cam, and Ninja aren't going to throw each other in. So that means her only competition is pretty much going to be like D, Kaylee, Nani. Jenny, yes, but that's three out of four good options there. Um, she also had the most interviews on this. She had 16 interviews. That's not even including TV time away from interviews. So that's tremendous. She got engaged. I mean, her number one won in elimination and took out the best male eliminator this season. So that's why Tori stays in the top two. Cam. Two of you talked about this. So Cam moves up five spots. Um, Cam actually was tied. She, she, yeah. Yeah, she, she was fifth most interviews, which was pretty interesting considering the fact that she didn't have a storyline here. Now, the reason why she moves up is just because of the movement of others. They moved down. Leroy jumped below her because Leroy was on the TV for like a minute all night, all at night. But also Cam never fell in the Daily Challenge. So that's another positive thing to her. And her alliance continues to run. Let's talk about Leroy. Or no, CT. Um, CT. Uh, See, I can't put CT up high. I can't move him because he didn't really do anything. I know you're saying he did pretty well in the daily, but he also fell. And he's just kind of there right now. He's just in the background. That's why he kind of falls. Now let's talk about the man of this power rankings that Malik, Malik doesn't like. And that's Josh. To your surprise, Josh had the third most interviews. The third most, which is insane considering the fact that Jordan and Tori had the most. I mean, that's because they got engaged. But Josh was the center of all storylines, and he never never got voted in. I mean, he called out people to their face, and they still didn't vote him in. He's going to be in a good place to go into elimination against. I don't even know who he's going to go in against, but I think that he's sitting in a good spot. And the fact that he's getting so much TV time... I thought he was going in this whole time. That's just all it is. He moves up because of his TV time, his presence, the way he's not backing down from a fight. That's what it is. Did I miss anybody?
0: No, but we don't really need your, your fucking logic and understanding and <laughs> analysis. Bullying. Wait, is that a word?
3: Did you just call it analyzim? bullying? Yeah. Antonio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Hey, so any of you listeners out there, just do know that we are looking for somebody to take over the power ranking aspect of our <laughs> show. Um, if you can come up with a better list than what this guy comes up with, the, the shit that comes across my desk every week, uh, feel free to apply at suggestions at lwcpodcast.com. Let's go ahead and move on to the. Oh, shit. I think that's it. That's it. Oh, yeah, we're done. That's it. We're done. No, anybody what else? A great anybody fucking else episode. What,
2: What a great talk, guys. What a great talk. Peace so bad. Any of those applications can apply to Suck My Whole Dick uh, (laughs) at Gmail. (laughs) Oh, Bill. Tyler, you now owe Malik like $1,000 because he trademarked (laughs) it. I have not actually trademarked it. You get to borrow it. You get to borrow it one time.
0: All right, guys, that's going to do it for us over here at Love Word Challenges. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Bananas, close us out.
1: Another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at Facebook.com Love War Challenges. Also, check out our new website, LWCpodcast.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, to give us those five stars, to give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Podstars. Peace!